Hi, welcome to my show, A Journey with Vanessa Chu. I'm Vanessa, and if you've never listened to my podcast before, I'm grateful that you're here. This is a show where I talk about shifting your mindset for better emotional health, and it's also where I share my personal stories and what I'm learning on my entrepreneurial journey. Please follow and subscribe to my podcast if you haven't done that yet so you'll never miss an episode. For this week, I'm bringing you another virtual chat I had with the Stigma Free Society in February of this year. It was once again led by Dr. Daniel Toe, who is the district principal overseeing specialty programs and mental health programming for Surrey schools here in BC. You can also watch the video interview of our chat that's up on YouTube, and you can find the link in the show notes. In this segment, we have a discussion about one of my favorite topics, our inner critics and how to stop the negative self-talk. We also chat about the dangers of comparing ourselves to other people and the importance of accountability. I hope you enjoy listening to the interview. Vanessa, um, first, welcome. Thank you for doing this again. We're going to be talking about um, breaking negative thought patterns, silencing one's inner critic, moving through life with confidence, which are all topics on her um, podcast, which I love listening to. As people are going through spring and we're going through, you know, COVID, the curve seems to be flattening out in BC. And we tend, uh, people are starting to restart their lives, having been basically locked in for an entire year. You know, starting something new, starting, restarting one's life can be very, very stressful. And you s- sort of did that. You're starting a new venture. You had to build a web page. And I love the story about how you um, built that web. Tell me about, like, t- talk about building this web page, starting coaching, and, and sort of maybe leak into some of the thoughts about, you know, some of the negativity that you had and then how you overcame some of those things. Yeah. So uh, I actually never thought that I would get into coaching. <laughs> so yeah. it, was, it wasn't until I started working with my business coach last August where, um, you know, I've just been learning a crap ton from her and just awesome things about, you know, mindset and, and confidence and, you know, self-esteem and everything, just everything plays into my journey as an entrepreneur and, and starting off as a coach and, um, yeah, I, I think before when I start before I started with her, I was very um, my self esteem was very low. My self confidence is really low. I, I there were a lot of negative statements floating around my head, like and, and I was comparing myself a lot to to other people. And I know we had talked about this in our in our other sessions t- together, yeah. but yeah, just just like looking at what everybody else was doing, and I'm like, what what the hell am I doing? Like I'm not doing anything. Like I. I just, I felt like I was failing in life in general. And yeah, I was like really hard on myself and just really just negative statements. And then I think I didn't realize that those, those negative uh, beliefs about myself, just they stuck around. And then I started to believe those things about me. Like I'm not doing anything important. I'm not contributing in any way. Um, I'm not growing. Like I just felt really blah. And, um, and I didn't know, you know, what my purpose and what I really wanted to, to do in life. As soon as I started working with my, my business coach, we started off with a lot of mindset work and, Mm. I also started reading this book called Ultimate Confidence and yes. it's amazing. And yeah, I talk about that in my podcast too, but I, it made me realize, you know, the kinds of phrases and words and the language I was using to talk to myself, which is yep. huge because I think, I think we can all agree that we're 
we're all our own worst critics, right? Like we're the hardest on ourselves. <laughs> yes. um, and when something doesn't, you know, go the way we think it will, it's just like, oh, well, I'm a failure. I'm a disappointment. Like I'm just like screwing up all the time. And obviously those types of um, thoughts and phrases and statements don't help with confidence at all, yeah. right? So. But why, why did you feel that way though? I'm curious, we talked about this a little last time, but didn't really dive into it. What at your age, so I'm, how old am I? I'm 45 years old. So you're 10 years-ish younger than me, I know that because we grew up together. But what is it that made you just have that sort of cloud of negativity fall on you prior to you getting out of it like like that what you just talked about what what made you feel that way like just compare yourself what am i doing with my life where am i going why yeah. can't i be there like what, what made you feel that way i think a lot of it was um my external environment and okay. a, a lot of it is probably upbringing as well just seeing you know being uh, uh growing up in a church yeah. You know, a lot of people get married within the church and then have kids and have a family and like their jobs seem to be, you know, seem to be really successful. Like it's, they sort of followed, uh, like they had a really nice roadmap and I felt like I don't fit in and I don't, I, I, I didn't feel like I was being true to myself by following that roadmap. Yeah, again, it was just a lot of mindset work and telling myself, you know, I'm me and I, I'm not anybody. There's nobody else like me on this earth and there's nobody else yeah. who's going to have my journey, right? Like I have a say in my journey and what my purpose is going to be and how I'm going to fulfill it. And it's not going to look like anybody else's. <laughs> and I think as, as, uh, as soon as I, I realized that and I told myself that more, and also stopped comparing myself to other people, but started comparing myself to a younger version of me, like even a, mm. a version of me from yesterday or a version of me from like seven days ago or from a right. month ago is vastly different. And I've, I know I've grown so much in terms of my mindset and where my business is and just everything. Um, so it, it, it is really a lot to do with, you know, how you talk to yourself and the language you use and are you putting yourself down yeah. <laughs> and why are you putting yourself down? Now you've decided to do um, coaching. You've, you've talked to your business coach, you're building this site, you've done all these great things. So how did you overcome those, those negative thoughts? Um, how did you silence your own inner critic, which was criticizing you over and over and over again, right? As you described. So the first thing, that I think is really important that I, I didn't know before, but it sounds really easy is just be aware of those thoughts and those things that you're telling yourself and the language you're using. Um, mm. Like I mentioned before, like so many of the things that I was telling myself, which is all negative and like, I can't statements, like I can't do that. And, um, or I'm not good enough, you know? And, and, and again, it's, it's sometimes external circumstances. Like I lose a job. Well, I'm not good enough, right? To, to have had that job for longer. Or, um, you know, this guy broke up with me. I'm not good enough. Or that person doesn't want to hang out with me. I'm not good enough, right? Yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's a lot of like just stuff that happens in life. And that doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It's just stuff yeah. that happens. Um, and yeah, so the first thing I would say is, is definitely be aware of those negative thoughts 
And as soon as you have those thoughts, question them. Like, are those yeah. things even true? You know, I think about um, what my friends and family and my coworkers would say about me. Would they say all those negative things about me? Probably not. <laughs> like, yeah. they're probably, you know, not going to, you know, say all this negative stuff that I'm saying to myself in my own head. Um, so I think as soon as you, you start questioning those negative beliefs about yourself, you start doubting if they're true. And I remember you told the story in one of your podcasts. I think it was episode 17. So yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> about you baking cookies and you're baking these chocolate chip cookies and you 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 mixed rice in with the white chocolate chips and then you baked them and you gave them to your friends anyways. Like like what did you like like you spoke about what your friends said. Like you gave them these uh, not perfect cookies. What did yeah. they say? And how did that affirm your belief in yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that story of I I I'm an avid baker and I feel like I'm a really good baker. So when I give my my baked goods away as gifts, like you want them to be presentable and you I've know, had your baking. It is delicious. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you you want them, you know, to be perfect, although you know there's no such thing as perfect. But um yeah, I just I made a little mistake in the decorating and I was really upset. <laughs> I was really mad at myself and I, I didn't know whether, you know, to chuck them or throw them out or whatever, start all over. And I was just mad. And um, but I, I texted my friends before I actually delivered them and I told them what happened. And I knew that they were going to find the story funny. Like I knew that they're going to laugh and they were like, whatever, it's fine. Like your baking is always really tasty and who cares how it looks. And it's they're probably going to be really good anyway. And yeah, um, and, yeah and they they totally said it was it was fine and they tasted good and they didn't run into you know any nothing that was inedible yeah. <laughs> on the cookies and it was just nice to hear you know hear that from them um but again it's it's you know i i, I do want to mention that if your own beliefs about yourself are negative and that you're um, not good enough and that you're never going to be good enough. Those are the things that you're going to believe no matter what anybody else tells you. It's not going to matter what your parents tell you or what your friends tell you or what your partner tells you or what your closest, you know, uh, siblings or, or friends tell you. If, if you don't believe those things about you, like all those good things are telling you about you, then mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like you, it, you got to start with your own, your own thoughts and the language you're using to talk to yourself. You are listening to my interview with Dr. Daniel Toe for the Stigma Free Society. As you just heard, I was talking about that inner voice we all have that are probably our own worst critics. And I'd like to share an opportunity that I have for you if you're feeling like your inner critic is bringing you down and you're just doubting everything, maybe your mindset isn't where you'd like it to be, book a 45-minute diagnostic call with me. I'd love to help you through getting unstuck. You can find the link to book a call with me in the show notes. Now back to the interview. You speak about in, I think, two podcasts about silencing your inner critic and, and being positive with yourself. What steps did you take to that? You talk about having reading this book, and I know that I'm repeating some of the things in your podcast, but really I'm trying to encourage people to listen to your podcast because I quite enjoy <laughs> it. Um, you know, you talk about this book, you talk about a business coach, you talk about having a therapist. You're quite honest and open about those things. How are those things and other external factors helping you build yourself up? Because it's not just you doing it yourself, is it? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it's really important to have um, someone keep you accountable. Mm. It's just been uh, an amazing journey so far with my with my business coach because I see where I could be and mm -hmm. what I'm working towards now. And it's, it's like she she knows because she's been where I've been, right? So she yeah. knows all the negative self talk and you know all the all the uh, the language and the the awful things that you say to yourself when you think you're not good enough or you can't do a certain thing and um, you're never going to amount to anything. Like she she was there, and so she knows when I'm being down on myself and she calls me out for it. Like she, she knows like right away, <laughs> yeah. even before I say it, like when I'm thinking it, she knows. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it's been really good to have a, a mentor and a coach to, to guide yeah. me and support me in that way, but also to be real with me as well, you know, mm. because yeah, yeah, I think just having an accountability partner is super important. Yeah, and, and being aware of the language you're using um, was also a really big thing for me in, in you know, telling my, myself to shut up when I'm being too harsh on yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I really, I really love the idea, and also because it works, um, visualizing yourself being successful. And, yeah. and, I'm not, and I'm not only saying, like, making a lot of money. Like, visualize your, yourself um, kicking ass, as I like to put it. Yeah, yeah. If if you're gonna, you know, focus on all the negative stuff and and talk to yourself negatively, you're gonna believe that stuff, and yeah. then those thoughts are going to affect your actions, and it's gonna affect your behavior. <laughs> yeah. And you're probably not gonna be really pleasant to be around because it's just like you're just full of negativity, right? So yeah, visualizing is something that I'm always working on, like every day. Um, and, and visualizing outcomes that you want. Like don't, don't visualize yourself failing. That's <laughs> right. Your, your mind's gonna hang on to that, that image of you failing and then you're probably gonna make it a reality. And that's, that's well, what that's, you don't want, right? Well, that's the anxiety, right? People visualizing yeah. that. I think you know me a bit and I think I present myself as someone who has quite a bit of confidence. But one thing that I, I and I love this also from your podcast that you, you said that architects, or builders don't like just start building stuff, but they see the picture first in their mind, yeah. and then they start planning out the steps to get to that building. My yeah. son does that with his Lego as well. Like he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't just like, oh, I'm just gonna build a random thing. He looks at Lego books, he looks at what he likes, and then he starts visualizing what he's gonna build. And sometimes it looks just like the picture, and sometimes it doesn't. He's five, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. But you know, yeah. you you talk about that visualization, that that reaching for attainable goals, but having that dream or that that ultimate goal at the end and taking the steps to get there. Maybe mm -hmm. sp speak more about that and and how that helps you move through life with confidence. Yeah, so it's I, I like that story about about your son because I and I think what you said about you know sometimes it looks exactly like the picture you know he's following and sometimes it doesn't and that's okay and that's that's another thing that I'm learning along the way and you know um, setting my goals and mm. and having those things work in line with what I feel like my purpose is you know the only way to not be scared of something new is to work through it and actually do it so you don't. Yeah you're not scared of it anymore, right? And I'm still very scared and nervous about, about my coaching business, right? I'm gonna be 100% okay. honest. Why? Curious, why? You see, <laughs> it looks awesome. I'm looking at the page right now beside me, it looks great. Well, a lot of it too is that the, the voice inside my head, right? 
like it's just that that inner voice like oh i don't like i don't know like they're other people who have like degrees and they're certified and you know it's mm. just yeah and and i but i really feel called i guess in some way to um coach people through mental health um you know issues and and especially focusing on grief because i have been <laughs> through grief so many times mm. um but yeah it, it's just it's setting those goals and having that plan and visualizing um, where I want to be and if I want to tweak things along the way and it, like your son if it doesn't uh, happen, you know the the end product or the journey isn't exactly how I thought it would be then you just pivot right you learn to pivot you learn to expand more of your knowledge in in different areas that may take you down a different path and I think that's totally okay I mean more wisdom and knowledge i don't think is a bad thing but also making sure that you're applying it in useful ways well being okay with mistakes right i think that sometimes we're so afraid of making mistakes it paralyzes us from doing anything new i remember my daughter and I, i'm using my kids because yeah, who else can you use really um as an example she used to be so afraid of making a mistake and then most recently, she's learned to accept them and grow from them. So she came in one day and she goes, oh, I had a multiplication quiz. And I'm like, oh, Maddie, how'd you do? She goes, 50%. And I'm like, oh, 50%. That's an Asian, <laughs> a complete fail, right? What? 50%? Yeah. That's like one mark away from failing. But she's like, it's okay. I'll do better next time because she has trouble with math. She's great at reading, great at writing, um, great at building, great at storytelling, great at athletics, not as strong as math. But she mm -hmm. then, then she says, I'll do better next time. I was like, oh, wow, I was actually impressed by that. Mm -hmm. And then the next time she had a quiz like, like two days ago, I'm like, how'd you do? She goes, 76. I'm like, oh, that's way better than 50. And she was so happy, yeah. right? And yeah. and it's not 100. It's not, you know, and, yeah. and again, as a parent, I'm like, oh, that's not 100. You could do better, right? But but as a dad, so as a parent, I see mm, academic parent, but as a dad, I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. You're yeah. proud of what you've done. And you're proud of doing better. Now, next time, do better. And she goes, yeah. next time, I'm going to get higher. I'm going to do better. So it, it, she's no longer afraid to, to make those mistakes. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we're all so, so afraid of being a failure that we don't even dream of success because we're going to fail along the way. And we worry yeah. about that. Don't you, don't you yeah. feel like, you know, yeah. I mean, you've had improv. That's the ultimate, like, oh, do people like me? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And right or being on the radio like no one can tell you like you can't shut it off you can't just stop um and and maybe talk about how like you you seem like such a person with confidence how do you walk through life silencing those voices um so that you're not personally affected like how are you the person you are today having all those things always attack you uh i love that story about maddie i and because i i totally um i can relate to that because i was never good at math either, and I'm still not good at math <laughs> and whatever. I, I can't even help her. I'm 76. That's higher than I would ever get. Yeah, yeah, yeah same, same. Yeah, I think it's it's realizing that we are all human, and we are gonna make mistakes, and we're gonna mess up, and like your daughter, you know, and her 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 math tests, you know, just aiming to improve the next time is all we can do, right? Yeah. Um, and I think getting on stage to do improv and, and doing my radio show that's live so I can't take any of those things back, right? Like whatever is up there on stage or on the air live is gonna be up there, right? Uh, to stop me from focusing on, you know, my 
you know, negative self-talk or what anybody else says, like, cause you start to think like, Oh, do you, are, are people going to be entertained? Like, or do you think I'm funny? Um, yeah. so I start to think less about that and it's more of, okay, I'm going to bring my best from where I'm at now in the present to my radio show for this shift or to the stage for my improv scene or whatever. And it's, it's not about, how other people are reacting to what I'm putting out there because that then I would be relying on stuff that I can't control. Right. I can't control yeah. how anybody else is going to oh, yeah. react to anything I put out there, but it's knowing that I have given 110% to what I'm doing, like what I'm doing on stage or what I'm doing for my shift on, on uh, the radio or what, what I'm presenting in my podcast. Yeah. I can only, know that I I've given my all and I have um, been true and honest and, and myself in, in whatever I'm presenting. This is your journey. You're going to be a life coach. You're going to kill it. And you're going to be awesome. Um, what initial advice do you have to, to people as we open like Plato's cave out into out of the darkness, into the light of spring and COVID flattening out and the economy and everything back to normal people who want to start new things, but are afraid and they've lived in stress for a year. What advice do you have to give to people who want to do new things and, and start a new journey now that we're allowed to step outside our houses soon? Not yet, soon. What <laughs> advice do you have for them? Um, I think the first thing is you gotta step outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> as as yeah. difficult as it, as it may be, um, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone by you know, getting into coaching and like, this is the, the first day that I've showed anyone my coaching page. <laughs> yeah, on the so, Stigma Free broadcast. Yeah, How proud so, you must be, Andrew Paquette. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, and, and when, you, when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone and try new things, even if they don't work out, you just learn so much about yourself and you learn um, so much about just life and you gain so much experience from it. And it's, and it's just nothing but positive things. Also, um, just a reminder for people to be kind to themselves. Because <laughs> yeah. what we've been talking about is, you know, silencing our inner critic and, and you know, st stopping the negative thoughts about yourself and negative beliefs about yourself. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's something that my my therapist and my, my friends and my business coach tell me all the time is, you know, be, be patient and be kind to yourself. Well, that's great advice, and I and I challenge everyone to 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 if you're not seeking out Vanessa, seek somebody, be accountable. But Vanessa is a good person for you to seek out too. But as you can see, that she didn't just get here by herself. She had people along the way, and still has people along the way supporting her. And and we all need somebody, right? And that's really what the Stigma Free Society is about 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 people walking alongside you as you fight through some of the troubles and and struggles that you have. So you know she taught she covers um, grief management a lot mental health, overall wellness, uh, practical tips. Well, Vanessa, thank you. This is, um, I appreciate you coming on. Again, I asked you last minute because I just, I wanted someone authentic and great. Final parting words to you, my special guest. Thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. That was my conversation with Dr. Daniel Toe for the Stigma Free Society. I'm Vanessa and I appreciate you for listening to this episode. If you have any questions or comments about anything you've heard or you would like me to address a specific topic, my email address is hello at vanessachu.com. 
Next week, I am welcoming a very special guest on my show, Jennifer Love. She is a wealth philosopher and a money therapist. I've had the pleasure of working with her and my life is changed because of it. And I personally know other people who have also experienced amazing changes in their lives because they had Jennifer as a coach. She has changed the way I think about and look at money, wealth, and success. And this is an episode you don't want to miss.